Hey there, Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. And something I wanted to let you know about is a brand new podcast, a podcast that I was lucky enough to be guest number one. It is called Resilient Real Estate Investing. Do me a favor, go check it out. Just in the last couple of weeks, not only has my episode aired, but you heard from a syndicator who spent eight years in prison. You've heard from a movie theater operator who has had their side hustle produce 20 properties. Future episodes will record around the Roofstock's head coach, a college student evaluating properties, and of course, an army recruiter who discovered private money. Again, do me a favor, check out Resilient Real Estate Investing. On with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time, back with the best investor I know in the state of California, Mr. Jason Pritchard. How you doing, sir? Good morning, Zuber. I am doing great. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Uh, I have to say that I am um, I'm excited by the twist on social media I've seen around real estate, right? I'm in the real estate, you know, YouTube universe, and, you know, I compete with crash bros. Yep. Uh, I have seen probably in the last two or three weeks, some heavy hitters come in and paint the vision of opportunity, right? Recessions create opportunity. Uh, Patrick Bet David is painting vision of, hey, it's coming. You make your money in a recession. Grant Cardone has clearly gone that way. Grant's gone the extra mile of saying, hey, this could be the greatest real estate um, you know, opportunity of mm -hmm. my lifetime. And not his lifetime, right? I think he's, I want to say 60. I'm just going to yeah, guess. Seems right. And you know, he's got a, you know, he's a billionaire now and he's saying like, this, this is it. Right. So, uh, you know, I want to talk to you about, do you see this as perhaps one of the greatest opportunities in the next two years? What do you see over the next two years? I would agree with that. I do think that we have a lot of opportunities coming around the horizon. And I feel like right now, the question mark for most people, or even just for myself is kind of stabilizing everything and preparing yourself for when those opportunities are really going to come. I think you're starting to see them trickle in, right? But when you're very active in the space and we're in a market right now that's trending down, we have to worry about, you know, the things that we're managing right now. And so that's what I'm really focusing on with my team is knowing that those opportunities are to come. I'm actually really confident that when they come, we have the skills and the relationships and the resources to capitalize on them. So for me, it's really about focusing on right now, stabilizing everything right now, building a moat around. That's one of the things we talked about at our event yesterday, our finances, our teams, our systems, right? To protect ourselves and insulate ourselves from any craziness that could happen. And then that way, and then loading up financially. So then that way, when those opportunities present themselves, the, they'll be there and we'll be ready for them. Yeah. When I look at what, what you and I have kind of in front of us, I think there's, you know, two or three things that we've already proven uh, that will be assets. Right. The first the first one is is we attract, you know, people that, you know, with we attract opportunities. Right. People mm -hmm. bring us opportunities. We're known producers, all of those things uh, Two, we're hungry. Right. We don't know everything. Right. I've been very clear on my channel. Uh, some elements of creative financing, sub two, novation, things of that nature. Never done them. Read about them. Sounds good on paper. But I think over the next year or two, I'll get the opportunity to try a couple yep. assumptions, right? VA loans, perhaps somebody, you know, maybe assume a VA loan. Again, I hear that's out there, never done it. So I think we're both hungry and open-minded to know there's other opportunities. And then lastly, um, private money, hmm. right? We've, we've done it. We've raised millions of dollars, you know, 
together probably 10 or 20 million bucks, you know, when you recycle all of it over and over. And I'm, I've, I've just started to say, guys, I'm ready to do it again. And, um, it's, it's lining up. So, you know, all of these opportunities, we're not going to go fast. We're going to go careful, but we're going to move forward. At least that's what I see in the two of us. Yeah, no, I think, uh, I was just at a mastermind event a few weeks ago in Dallas, uh, with my group called investor fuel. And it was those types of relationships. Now I think are going to pay the highest ROI. It's all fun when everybody's making money and we can go and share our numbers and business is great. But I think especially now being able to talk to people that are in the trenches every day that have active businesses and that can give honest, like real-time feedback about here's what we're doing to adapt and change. Um, here's what we're doing to shift and here's what we're doing to prepare for the future. And so I think it is, man. I, I, I think the big thing now, especially for seasoned investors like us, guys that have a lot of experience, new people and everybody in between, we talk about it a lot, but it's the mindset. It's getting yourself in a space mentally where you're not falling for all of this negativity and getting sucked into that narrative every day. Because when you get there, it can put you kind of on your heels a little bit, right? And you're only focused on playing defense and not getting ready at all to play offense, right? And I think that's something that people have to be careful of, right? So your channel is really important. Your relationships are really important. Talking to people that are actually active in the business and listening to them and not listening to people that have no idea what's going on or just making content to, uh, you know, get clicks or something like that, right? Well, you got to got to know if you're in the real estate industry, you're making 1.5 cents every time people click it. So if you want to be big and get paid, create crash videos. Yeah. If you want to help people and change lives, um, it's not my stick, not my thing. So that's right. Yeah. Very, very cool. So again, I, I'm very excited. Um, you know, my talk track, right. We did a right, right before lunch, the five of us were on stage talking about what we're doing in our business different. Mm -hmm. And if I were to summarize the four of you, because again, you guys run companies. Yes. We're getting tighter. We're getting more focused. But we're, you know, we're hungry, right? We're 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 not slowing down. We might be a little more careful. We might, you know, double down on what works and you know, some of that. But I got I got no fear from no. the four of you. No, and you and you know what? One of the things that I said, and and I'll share this with with the people that are watching this video, is that we really are my team specifically is doubling down on training, right? Like getting better, developing skills, right? Because I feel like as a, if whether you're an individual solo entrepreneur or you're leading a team or a company, right? The confidence that comes from knowing your ability to perform. And if you are constantly training and sharpening your skill set and becoming better every single day, and then making sure that you're putting those reps in, right? So it's one thing to train, then you've got to go implement, then we've got to review how you performed, right? And it's just this cycle and it's repetitive, right? You know, you can remember being in sales, right? Like going on your calls, listening to the call, all of these things, but that fundamental stuff right now, guys, that's the stuff that I feel like is really going to move the needle. So when I'm talking to my team, you know, we're telling them like, Hey, listen, we're going to have to work harder. Here's what we're going to have to do, but we are equipping them with the tools that they need in order to do that. It's not just a bunch of fluff and rah-rah talk and all of that stuff. So I think doubling down on training specifically for my team, it's scale it's sales, sales, interpersonal communication skills, their ability to communicate with buyers, sellers, everybody in between. Um, I think that's the thing that's going to give them uh, a leg up against the people that are, you know, just, you know, just staying the same. 
Yeah. And then what I closed with being kind of the individual on the, on the stand was folks. And I actually reached out to business insider and I'm, I'm glad they published this article that, you know, two or three days ago, basically the time is coming for investors, right? The mom and pop landlord, the market is slowing down, mm -hmm. right? The last two years, best deals were off market. Guess what? In a market that's slowing down and buyers are retreating, you don't got to look that hard. The stuff's on the MLS. You want to know right. who's a, a motivated seller? Somebody trying to sell their house in December That's would be a motivated right. seller. Yep. Right? So look at days on market. Patrick Bed David came up with a great phrase, disrespectful offers. Mm. Jamil yesterday talked about- Said hey, the same thing. Yeah, 60, yep. 90 days, write it in half. Yep. That is, I mean, that's ballsy. I've never done half, but well, I guess I could have, but not very often. But yeah, it's, it's like, folks, if you're a one rental at a time fan and you're doing the work, Congratulations. The market yep. is slowing down. Dude, I had to compete with guys like Jason the last two or three years who got all the money in the world, relationships, live in the freaking city. We've been writing disrespectful offers for like the last five or six years, man. So yeah. it's interesting. That's the first time that I've ever heard that term, but I like it. It's a, uh, yeah, we've been, uh, we've been writing a lot of it, it, it. Here's the thing. Like I, it's funny and it sounds good. Right. So it's amusing that term. Right. But going back to the point that I was making, being able to communicate effectively to a seller why Zillow says their house is worth 300,000 and your offer is 160,000 and being able to navigate that conversation. Cause it's one thing it's hard enough just to make the offer because that's yeah. a difficult thing. Right. Yeah. But it's a whole nother thing, right. Talking back about to the point that I'm making about training to be able to deliver it in a way where you can explain it to the seller and tell them like, Hey, it has to be a win-win for us, right? But our business model says that it's based off the numbers and the numbers say that this is how it works. We have to make a profit on this deal. Otherwise we wouldn't be in a business, right? So I think, uh, I think yes, I think being able to, to really do that is, is going to be important. You know, I think making the offer is step one, but then communicating it effectively is going to be step two. Yeah. And if you're just a one rental at a time fan, that's kind of the same thing for you, right? Everything we produce produces, I call it a yield. You can call it cash on cash for the hard capital, whatever the hell you want to call it. But basically you get to go to the agent or the seller. If you're going direct is, Hey, the average buy box for me is six and a half. I only do great deals. It's in an eight. I got to offer this to make an 8% yield. It's, you know, it's win-win if you want to do it, it not, you know, it's all good. It's, no, no it's hard feelings. If it's not, that's right. Yeah. We, yeah, we get told no a lot. It, you yep. really do build a callus. It's like, okay, on to the next one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The last thing to talk about here, again, for sales and whatnot, uh, people really haven't had to follow up. No. One of the things that we're going to have to do, I think, the next two years is follow up because that first disrespectful offer in this example, you know, maybe gets you an FU. The second, you know, disrespectful offer maybe gets you a counter halfway. Maybe it's the third time you send it to them, right? Folks, it's going to, this is all a process. Let me, I, it's funny that you said that. Uh, so we had two contracts come in last week from my sales team. And one of those contracts, we went back and looked at all the activity in our CRM and our, the lead initially came in in early July, right? So the market had been tapering, but it, I don't think it had tapered off the way that it had, uh, at least out here it hadn't. And our initial offer was 185,000 for this house. Okay. And I calculated over 50 follow-up communications over the course of Ju um, June when it first came in to when we signed the contract on Thursday, okay? So that's 50 calls, 50 text messages, 50 just bang, bang, bang over the course of five-month period. And we ended up putting in contract for $75,000 less than 
the initial offer, right? And so, so uh, 110. Yeah. So it was just it disrespectful offer. I like. Yes, that. and you've got to. Most people like you hear those numbers, but most 99.9% of people are never going to follow up with a lead for six months, make 50 phone calls, 50 texts. You know what I mean? It's just not going to happen, guys. And I think it's going to take that level of tenacity to find success consistently in this business, especially right now, because we talked about this at our event yesterday too. the number of you talk about all the time, number of transactions, overall transactions are way down. It's not way just listings, down. but it's. <laughs> investment price it's everything off more everything is down so that means if overall transactions are down there's just going to be less business to kind of go around until this kind of levels out man and so you've got to you've got to work really hard yes you got to work smart hard again i think i i'm going to throw out a number we'll see see if you like it or not so the last two years it's been remarkably easy to make money everybody was a guru everybody was an expert i think over the next let's just say 12 months so November, Thanksgiving next year, mm -hmm. our space will have 30 to 40% less people because they'll bust out. I think that's right. I think that's across the board. I think that's yeah. agents, wholesalers, flippers, every, I think, uh, real estate professionals. Yes. I mean, and, and even just like everything title company, I think all of it, dude, yeah, because there's, it. yeah, I think everybody, I think you're, I think you're hundred percent right. Yeah. I, I sense a lot of fear when I talk to not necessarily people in our direct uh oh, the, circle the little things we talk. but as you start expanding out and like you know i i'll pop in a title company and i'll run into so-and-so there and they'll be like they're you like, just kind of see it on their face they're like oh it's kind of slow this month that's <laughs> another month that's slow right so yeah. yeah 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 it's happening i believe it yeah so folks uh, you know you hear me say it all the time i think we said it a dozen times yesterday it's all about doing the work if you don't know what that means that's a fair question so you can ask those, what, what do you mean by that? So if you're an individual, you know, I talk about it all the time. If you're an entrepreneur, flipper, Jason puts it all out there on social media. Uh, Jason, how would somebody follow you and ask you what do the work means? The easiest way to, to get in touch with to get in touch with me guys and follow me is on either Instagram or Facebook. Just pop my name into either one of those platforms. Uh, I answer all my DMs I like getting back to and 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 mixing it up with you guys in uh, in the DM. So if you have questions and I can help with anything, feel free to feel free to reach out. Yeah. Do me a favor, folks. You get this video today. Reach out to him on Instagram. Just say hi from one rental at a time. Let him know that his time on Sunday is well worth it. Maybe we'll get him every week once uh, soon, soon enough. There you go, bud. Thanks again. Appreciate you guys. Thank you.